everybody. Welcome back to the Green Light Podcast. Green Light. Yes. Except this ramble. isn't quite the Green Light. Ramble, ramble, yeah. ramble, ramble, ramble. It's a ramble. ramble. So, with rambles, <laughs> it's a ramble. Uh, so, with rambles, what we do is we basically just ramble a bit. We just riff. Sometimes we go uh, talk a little extra about some movies and things that we have seen that we don't want to include on the show, whether it be spoiler-worthy or just more. Or sometimes, like now, when we have little breaks, we like to just keep y'all updated on what we have watched and seen. And so that's what this is. Uh, yep. So, we're going to be releasing two of these. This first one is, I'm not sure what the title is yet, we're going to figure out the title, but it's going to be something around Girl Boss Versus. Uh, we <laughs> we uh, saw a double feature last weekend uh, with uh, the the two movies of Cruella and Black Widow. So that's Well, what I this guess one's not this be. past weekend, but the weekend before. This, this past, past weekend. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, but, uh, and then our next one, uh, we're going to be talking about is a solo episode talking about, uh, Space Jam. A new legacy. A new legacy. And they're going to be released a few days apart. So you'll hear this and then you'll have to wait a few days. We're teasing you. A bit of a tease. Um, so anything else you have to say, Lauren? If you listen to this, thank you for uh, being a Patreon member. We might, I don't know. We might put a little like preview of this or something on our main feed and maybe even our, who was that feed? We'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> but, um, sure. yeah, yeah. If you are one of our patrons, thank you so, 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 so much yeah. for subscribing. And we, we know we haven't put out a ton of stuff it. for our uh, $1 slash pound slash euro uh, members in a while. Yep. So we're trying to give you like a bunch of stuff this week. Yeah, we are. We are. And we will be. So uh, yeah. we also might be doing something for who is that? In the in the next week, maybe. Yeah. We'll 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 talk. We'll talk. But uh, <laughs> yes, you'll at least getting this and this our other ramble episode. So let's dive in to our two movies that I mentioned. I say we kind of just go in the order of that we watch them. Yeah. So uh, additionally, we're probably just going to be talking about the amount of girl boss that is in this movie because <laughs> both of these movies are girl boss heavy. Yes. Um. But yes, so uh, Lauren, I, and uh, some of our housemates had a lovely night at the movies um, a couple mm. weekends ago watching these two films. It was good to be back. This was the second time I've been back in a theater since uh, theaters have been open. I saw A Quiet Place Part 2 in theaters. Uh, but this was my, you know, my first time back at our theater here in LA that we normally see movies at when we're out here. And uh, it was just really nice. Yeah. So we started off with a 7, seven o'clock showing of, right? Sounds right. Seven o'clock showing of Cruella. Yep. So, Cruella, if that name sounds familiar, it's because it is. It's a live-action prequel feature film following a young Cruella de Vil. If you don't know who Cruella de Vil is, stop listening to this show because you probably don't know movies. No, I'm kidding. Um, but uh, Cruella de Vil is living under the... a rock, which is actually something they mention in the Cruella de Vil theme song. Correct. Uh, but essentially, uh, if you don't know, Cruella de Vil is the main villain in 101 Dalmatians. Yes. So this is kind of a prequel to those movies. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, you know, and if you know the 101 Dalmatians movies, uh, the live action and the animated, she is this horrible, sadistic fashion designer who yes. wants to murder dogs to make them into a coat. Yes. And she needs 101 Dalmatians to do it. Yep. Maybe not all. But anyways. So... Uh, this is directed by Craig Gillespie, written by Dana Fox and Tony McInmara. Uh, this movie stars a uh, pretty good cast. Uh, Emma Stone, Emma Thompson, Joel Fry, Paul Walter Hauser, John McRae, uh, Mark Strong, Emily Beecham, Ka- Kaven Novak, and Kirby Howell Baptiste, I think. Hold on. 
Let me click on her because her full name's not showing up. Baptiste, I was right. Good instincts, me. Uh, so a pretty, pretty good, solid, star-studded cast. We told yeah. you what it's about. We told you who's in it. Um, general thoughts, Lauren, on this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think we were on the same page when the initial trailer for this came out where we were like, oh my gosh, this looks so bad. Like, there were all these yeah. tweets going around that were like, what if you girl boss so hard you become the Joker? And that's yeah. like kind of what this movie is. Yeah, it, it, it was, I, I think especially when it came out, I didn't necessarily think it was, it looked awful. I was I, still going to see it. Yeah. Because I thought it would be fun. Yeah. But I was like, ooh, this might be kind of bad. It had the potential to be bad. However, if you, uh, if you know some things about me, you know I'm a big Emma Stone fan. Yeah, uh, she was and if you know some things about me, you'll know I like bad movies. Yes, yes, correct. Um, so, Lauren and I were going to see this movie either way. However, Lauren, I will say, for, my, for what my money is worth, I really enjoyed this movie. I liked it a lot better than I thought I would. Yeah, I, I think it is... Um, I, I think in the trailer, you get all of the girl boss joker moments but you don't see some of those other moments that sort of fill out the rest of the movie to yeah. sort of pacify girl boss joker and and i think it actually works fairly well overall yeah i for the most part i did like this movie um there were some really great comedic moments with the baroness that we didn't yes, see in any were. of the trailers yeah um and those were so much fun yeah uh i think my biggest complaint with this is that for a prequel it like really 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 does not reconcile yeah. like with the cruella de vil we know from the movies like yeah there's not really a clear point a to point b from the end of this movie to 101 dalmatians and so so here's here's part of the deal with that and i know we've had this discussion and i completely agree with you like this this cruella de vil at the end of this movie is not the same cruella de vil we see in the yeah. 101 dalmatians movies well and i think that part of that is because like cruella de vil in the 101 dalmatians movies is meant to be like completely irredeemable yes and the thing with having an origin story is that they're going to try to make them kind of redeemable. Yes. I, I, I think you sort of hit the nail on the head there, which is w with where I was going. Like, if Cruella de Vil in this movie ends up being someone who, like, wants to kill puppies, we're not going to like them, no matter how much we see of them throughout the movie, no matter whatever. So the fact that we got a Cruella who we were able to sympathize with, yeah. who we were able to sort of understand where she's coming from. Yes, she sort of changes into a different person by the end of this film, one that yeah. might be a little more uh, out there, a little more Well, vicious. and I will say, she did that maybe a little more literally than I would have liked. Like, the fact that she had a moment where she was like, Estella's dead, I'm Cruella now. I was like, okay, chill. Yeah, I, I, I think there were definitely some, uh, dare I say, cringe moments in this um, but overall, I will say they, they minimized the cringe for what, once again, for what my money is worth. I think like, you know, there, there is a moment, uh, towards the beginning where we see kind of a bit of why Cruella might have a, uh, a dislike for dogs <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not going to spoil anything, but it, that moment is certainly reconciled more by the end than it is when you first see it in the movie. Cause when you first see the movie it feels a bit ridiculous but then it's sort of explained a little more as you get into it etc etc i think though i will say i really liked 
Emma Stone's performance. I liked all the performances in yeah. this movie. I got to be honest with you. I, I I think they did good. I you know once again I am a I am an Emma Stone stan and Emma <laughs> Stan, uh, but I think she did great. I thought Emma Thompson was great. Emma Thompson was my favorite part of this. She for I mean she sure. she's obviously a tour de force actress and and she in everything show, she does. Yeah, she shows it here. I love me some Paul Walter Hauser. I think he's a yeah. he's a really good uh really good rising star. Uh, Mark Strong is great as always. Yeah, uh, almost Stanley Tucci, um, but. <laughs> one thing that <clears throat> the more I think about it, the more I actually liked, and you might disagree with me on this. I actually really liked some of like the fashion and some of the things that Cruella was doing by the end of the movie. Oh no, I thought that she was like, if I were like in London and I was <laughs> watching this happening and I was watching this new up and coming designer take down this, you know, establishment designer. Yeah. And like getting in her way at every turn and doing all this cool, like almost performance arty stuff. Yeah. I'd be like, Oh, that's kind of neat. 